Hi everyone, I'm Tara. Hi, I'm Michelle. Welcome back to our podcast Books and Beyond with Bound Season 4 where we speak to some of the finest writers in India to find out what makes them tick. Yes, and we are editors, podcasters and storytellers and through Bound we help you create stories and put them out into the world. Okay so today is actually our last episode for the season. Oh my gosh what a wild ride it has been. Tara is going to give you all an update or I would say a recap of all the you know of all the amazing episodes we've done so far but today we are back with another Tara and Michelle episode. We are going to be dissecting a very very difficult question which is does winning a prize make a book successful? but more on that later yes Tara. i yeah. love this question this is a question that we have been speaking about for years yes and we wanted to really do this episode but i really do want to like do a little recap of the last season because for those of you who have yet to catch up on some episodes i want to tell you guys my favorite so we covered so many different styles and genres this time and we always try and do something that's a little different so this time we did food writing uh with Krish Ashok we did travel writing uh where we interviewed an amazing author called Taran Khan about her travels in Kabul on foot and how you know that experience was for her and then of course you know one of my favorite episodes was the great Amitav Ghosh talking about climate writing those are my favorites from this season but i want to know from Michelle what are your favorites and of course our episodes uh you know i'm so grateful because they are always the most trending ones so Michelle <laughs> this season before we get into prizes oh my gosh that that's so difficult to pick tara that's not fair okay um but i think i would say there are two which really stand out okay i think another travel book that we covered in fact i think we covered a lot of travel this time and another one that i really liked was anjana menon's episode where she took us to kerala uh you know and then we really got to see what kerala culture is and you know how what living in the quarantine is like over there I loved that and another one that I loved was Shabani Basu's episode because I'm a big fan of mysteries and it was all about Sherlock Holmes. So yeah, for me I think those two stand out uh, because it's also been a very long season. It's also difficult to pick uh you know, we have been like I think reading and speaking to these writers for quite a long time I would say more than 6 months, right Tara? Yeah, this is more than 6 months and it, it has been <laughs> yes. amazing. So let's yes. uh you know, all our episodes are on uh wherever you find your podcast but let's dive into the actual heart of the matter uh which is our episode today so the question we're going to be unpacking today as you mentioned is does winning a prize make a book successful what are your thoughts michelle yeah and and how we are going to do that basically how we are going to answer this question is by answering other questions which is for example you know what is even success tara you know and for example you know what we think of literary prizes how we pick books do we ever pick books just because they have won an award and you know for example which award winning books have become blockbusters you know after they have been adapted or for example you know the very very basic question do prizes even affect visibility or sales right because a lot of writers have asked us this and finally we're going to arrive at a definition of success right so what is even success does it even matter and what do we think about it very very meaty question 
Yes. And I can't wait to get into it. But before that, stay with us. We'll be right back. Have you ever wished you could just move to Goa? Maybe you're planning that annual Goa trip with your friends right now. As someone who spends half the year in Goa, I love the paddy fields, the amazing UNESCO World Heritage churches, the feni, the poi bread and the culture. Basically, it's my happy place. That's why I've created a new podcast at Bound called Susigat Stories from Goa. It's hosted by Clyde D'Souza, who's a creative director and he's the author of the best-selling book Susigat. In the podcast, he talks to his favorite Goans who are actively working to showcase Goa beyond the beaches, like Hetha Pandit, who talks about Goan houses and architecture. Who doesn't love a wonderful, beautiful Portuguese balchao? We talk to Varun Hegde, who helps tourists experience the real Goa through his company Soul Traveling. Vince Costa, who's harnessing a rising creative community in Goa. It's Goa as a new hub for creatives. We even speak to influencers like Insia Lacewala, who've actually moved to Goa. We talk about Goa's festivals. You can escape into the lanes and villages of Goa every Friday and learn how to live a peaceful and susegard lifestyle with susegard stories from Goa. Now available on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, now back to the episode. Yeah, Tara, I mean, this is such a cool topic to discuss, right? Because see, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, especially since, you know, Geetanjali Shree's Tomb of Sand won the Booker and Indian writing has suddenly become global, right? Not that we weren't global before that, but you get the point, right? Like, you know, translations have become global now. So I just can't wait about, you know, what this means for new writing in India now. What about you? Yeah, I agree. Um, especially for translations and, you know, things like the Booker Prize, um so i want to know you know do we, in terms of the prizes right before we unpack do prizes really affect sales and all of the questions that you brought up i want to know you know do do you have any prizes that you follow uh, religiously and why I mean there are so many literary prizes out there and i almost follow everyone okay but i would say i'm a little partial to those prizes which you know uh recognize individual stories so for example the commonwealth prize it comes out with a contest every year and they pick the best short stories you know over the world so for me what happens is that i note these uh winning stories for example and i've also noticed that authors get picked up by publishers after winning these contests so since we're talking about success today i think yes I've seen authors who have won the Commonwealth getting contracts after that. So, for example, publishers, editors—they are always on their radar. They always notice who has won these awards, and then they basically get a chance to publish their own book. But what about you, Tara? Which prize? Yeah, I think speaking about that, you know, like apart from the prize, you know, these contests or where publishers pick up um, books from, uh, you know, there's also the South Asia Writing Fellowship. um you know which is now become an application based sort of very prestigious program uh you know where now a suitable agency which is a literary agency has tied up with it so there are sort of you know for those writers who are looking to sort of 
build their profile, get a little bit of visibility. There are certain fellowships and programs in which you can get to go publish. But but this episode is not about getting published. It's about, you know, how do prizes actually affect the book? So for me, I definitely, you know, follow all of the prizes just to see. I was obviously very happy when um, Gitanjali Shri's Tomb of Sand won the International Booker. Um, to be honest, in terms of my reading preferences, I know I know who's won, um, you know, all of the prizes every year and I look for their shortest. But I'm going to be very honest, there's only one prize that I religiously follow. And that is the Women's Prize for Fiction. Now, I read almost every book that has won the prize or is on the shortlist and long list. That's how I actually choose my books. And if something says Women's Prize on it, I pick it up. Why is that? I'm really curious. Yeah, you know this. I gifted you that uh, journal as well. <laughs> yes, yes. I was I was just going to mention that actually, Tara, because that journal is one of the most beautiful journals I've come across. You know, like it, it has quotes from winners of all these years, right? Like like some of my really, really favorite authors like uh, Chimamanda Adichie, then uh, Lionel Shriver, you know, of course, the other names escape my mind now, but there are so many. And it's just, it's wonderful because it's all women. Right? I think that's yeah. why I follow that prize. And also, you know, like the kinds of writers, uh, you know, Kamala Shamsi won the prize. Uh, and I've always loved her work. Uh, you have, I've spoken about this book before, The Power by Naomi Alderman. So it's a very interesting book. It's about um, basically what would happen if women became physically stronger than men. And what ends up happening is at the end of the book, the, the the theme is that it doesn't matter who has the power, the people with the power will suppress the people without the power. So women actually <laughs> end up suppressing men, you know, oh, okay, uh, okay. because they have the power and it just shows the nature of power. So even the kinds of themes, uh, you know, I am drawn to female protagonists. Um, to be honest, you know, I love reading literary fiction, but I like fiction with a little sort of um, a, a little more wholesome, maybe some historical fiction. I, I think I'm more also into the emotional dramas, um, you know, uh, things that sort of go into the mind of a character. That is that is a space where I really like to read these kind of books. Um, and I also like, you know, for, for example, my sister, the serial killer was in the Women's Prize for Fiction long list. It covers a lot of different kinds of array of topics. I can't pinpoint why, but something about the Women's Prize really appeals to me. Hmm. But I have another question. I have another question, Tara. Okay, you know why? Because I have heard this from multiple, uh, let's say, female writers or let's say other readers as well, right? So have you noticed that there are no prizes which say men's prize for fiction, right? It's 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 never there. It's just it's it's understood that okay, they are eligible for every award. So what do you think about awards which actually are meant for certain groups of people? Do you think it actually helps? I think it's fabulous because I mean. They're there because we are like sort of those people didn't have representation. But Tara, have you noticed whether, you know, these prizes actually affect reading habits? Like do people actually pick books just because they have won an award? Well, that's the first thing I would love to know from our listeners. But I'm a part of a lot of book clubs um, and I religiously follow Oprah's and Reese's book clubs. Uh, and I find that, you know, those book clubs, firstly, they have never chosen a book. I don't think they've ever chosen a book that's been on these prizes. Oh, yet. okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm. It's a very different kind of sort of uh, focus area that they're, that they're looking at. 
and yet you know those books are picked up by bookstagrammers by readers all over the world because oprah said so because re said so hmm. for me personally i also follow both these book clubs religiously more than i follow the prizes uh and if there's a stamp of yeah. oprah or reese i might pick it up because i know it's catering to my specific taste um so in terms of book clubs you know i'm also part of a lot of other book clubs surprisingly i don't know why but the book clubs i am part of have more women in them than men um this is not done purposely but in the book clubs i can only speak from my personal experience we don't actually read the books that have won prizes we read books like trevor noah's biography uh you know we read books like um, there's a really lovely book um we we sorry we read books like trevor noah's biography we read books that are talked that are being talked about in popular culture so for example when cobalt blue was being made into a movie uh you know the book club suggested that hey yeah. well, we read cobalt blue mm-hmm. uh gitanjali shri is an exception because she is an indian winner in terms of international prizes and international winners i don't know how much of that is translating back into an indian audience the jcb prize is another thing altogether do you have any insights on the jcb prize but i wanted to add tara that that makes me so happy like as a reader Why? and as a writer yeah it makes me happy because i mean it's not necessary for a writer to win an award to to you know to make people read them it really makes me very happy because i know we are talking about literary prizes and and how they work but we are also here to see whether they actually work right whether they do translate into uh, more sales whether they do translate into more readers and it makes me you know really really optimistic that yes there are readers out there book clubs out there they go for books that might have not won awards that's really really cool yeah, to like know yeah like award is in everything yeah. you know so like we were speaking to disha nayak you know who's the head of publicity at penguin yes. and we asked her this question in in our other podcast the book people we said you know do these prizes actually affect sales and she said not really which was very yeah, interesting yeah. you know because it was surprising was- right like i mean yeah. a lot of yeah and in fact there are a lot of writing mentees have asked us this right like at least for me i know two three mentees of mine asked me like you know michelle do you know if an award actually translates to more sales like does a book become a best selling book and you know this answer wasn't really that encouraging but i do hope it changes in the future yeah no yeah. i mean it's interesting that it doesn't really and we don't know right that's one person talking about penguin Um, exactly so her answer was it doesn't really translate into sales uh, but it does affect discoverability which we said you know earlier as well right if a book is on a prize you might pick it up uh, versus another thing so michelle we spoken about international prizes but let's come to the heart of the matter which is the indian prizes and i didn't know this but there are so many indian prizes indian literary prizes out there um so you know i think you know a little bit more about that so could you tell me a little bit about which prizes you follow and why yes um okay yeah so there are many uh, but i think let me just pick the top 3 that i think i religiously follow okay so one is obviously the jcb prize for fiction you know and and every prize actually has like a clear agenda so it's interesting you know how they don't really overlap so for example jcb has a very clear focus on fiction okay and i will i would like to elaborate a little bit on jcb first before you know moving on to others because it's one of the richest prizes in india right now it offers like 25 lakhs for 
you know the writer and for example there is hope for there is hope for people <laughs> like us who want to make money out of writing <laughs> yes yes and i mean it's 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 every writer's dream right tara like you know we want to earn royalties we want to you know win win a prize because i think it it's it really pays off because sometimes writers spend years you know they sacrifice everything to write a book so yes and another thing what i've noticed is tara uh they have i would say a certain kind of uh, focus you know to to do with literature which is not really given that much exposure so for example books that are written about very very important issues like you know let's say political issues or or you know translations and the recent the last two winners like delhi or soliloquy and the previous one was mustaas which was also a malayalam translation so i would say they have a very clear focus to to empower stories that are not really given that much exposure so that's another thing that i love do you like so like because you know the questions about readability so have you read these winners and do you read like the books that are on the jcb prize shortlist Yeah okay that's a good question so it it's really i would say tough to keep up tara because there are so many prizes out there and every time i see something new come out i keep adding adding it to my tbr but one book i'll say that and and mustache is a book that actually you gifted me and it was on christmas i remember that and i have read i've read it halfway and the reason is because i want to savor it a bit more so it's it's more like this magical realism world where you know everything really comes alive and there's a lot so i'm actually taking it really slow with that book so i prefer like reading it in phases so i haven't completed it but i'm you know i'm i'm looking forward to that so like it seems like these books you know the jcb prize it seems like the books that are on there even for my knowledge they are books that as you said they are um sort of stories that need to be out on the surface but tell me something are they heavy reads mm so i'll say see another thing tara is i've realized with reading taste okay it's very very subjective so for example what might be heavy for me might not be heavy for someone else but one thing i can definitely see is they are very literary right so for example there's focus on good language there's focus on uh, focus on i would say sentences that that might not uh, be that relevant for another genre so yes the works are literary Yeah that's why I asked that you know because we're talking about like prizes and and sales and prizes and is a book successful um and then that brings me to the question that you know most books that win these prizes they are literary now you and I love literary fiction right but we know that the market for literary fiction is very small in india you know we have uh, and i don't differentiate and ascribe value to any sort of genre or any type of book you know commercial fiction to me is just as val- valuable yes. but the commercial fiction market is so much bigger because our readers you know uh, it, it, it is an investment to read a literary fiction book it is an intellectual investment and it has to appeal to your particular taste absolutely it's harder for absolutely. newbie readers especially in a, you know uh, not even newbie readers it's it's harder for some readers to invest so maybe that's why the prizes aren't affecting sales that much or and i'm saying that maybe the market maybe that's why like it doesn't affect sales that much because the market size for literary fiction is so small in the first place that even if it does boost up sales that quantity of boost isn't remarkable maybe that's just a theory i'm putting out there no very very good point actually tara and no it 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 you know makes me think about it like why don't we have prizes in our country which focus on on commercial fiction right because because that is a thing abroad you do know like like for example crime has its own um, award or romance has its own award like i really so think so do we not that- have that do we not have that here No, as far as I know, I have and I the literary prizes that I follow. So, for example, apart from JCP, there's also let's say the 
Ata Galata Bangalore Literature Festival Book Prize, which is actually recent, okay, and their focus is is broad. Like they have so many categories: children's writing, YA, you know, non-fiction, fiction. Like for example, opposed to JCB, they are uh, they have a like a broader spectrum, okay. Then there's another called Shakti Bhat, the first book prize, which only encourages debut authors, right? But then again, over there, I've noticed that it's literary. So whichever prizes I have followed, Tara, in India, I've noticed they have a literary bent. They are not. They are not really um, focusing on commercial fiction. Maybe that's why you know it's doing wonders for the literary fiction market. Yes, which is fabulous. But how much of a market is there for that? And I hope that market increases. I mean, what can we do as people, as readers, to increase that market size? How do you think? You know, I know this is a little tangential, but since we're talking about it, I that's that's really interesting, Tara. And actually, you know, that that makes me really think about how. a lot of writers who who we have spoken to right they've told us like you know once a book gets published what after that right like say for example there is there is an imprint there's a really big publisher that encourages literary fiction okay yes well and good the book is out into the world but what after that right so i think that's how you know for example a lot of book marketing opportunities have come up right a lot of events a lot of panels you know there are so many ways nowadays i think thanks to social media so many ways in which books reach readers and i think that's one way you know that and, and apart from that our podcast <laughs> I know I think what you're saying is right you know because we're talking about like what happens after the book and is winning a prize the end all and be all and you're right about sort of like you know nowadays authors do have to do a lot more to market their books uh, you know you may not win a prize and that's okay but you know there are right now books being adapted to the screen uh, you know there are books sort of you know um, being made into podcasts there's a lot of interesting stuff happening so maybe you know by ascribing oh, only if you win a prize you're successful or only if you no, sort no. of like exactly. get this fellowship that is sort of like changing a lot now with these other formats and then i ask how relevant are these prizes any more you know because of this yes yes because there are other avenues opening up exactly because earlier maybe it was just the prize that would empower the writer and that's it but now there are multiple ways right with all social media platforms So yeah I mean like coming you know we're going to come to that question of what else if not prizes then what right but but since we're talking about like these indian prizes in india i also wanted to know apart from the output does it affect sales what is sort of the process of even getting selected for these things how do you come on these things radar and also you know how are the jury members selected for example we spoke to arsha sattar on another episode and she gave us such an interesting insight into being a jury member on the tata lit live she said that she had to and even dipanjana pal was a jury member and she told us as well that they had to read some like 40 50 books in just a manner of a few months uh do you know a little bit more about you know what goes on behind the scenes of these prizes who are these people how are the books selected yeah so tara you know I would say every prize you know has their own process and you know while some of them might reveal this process to the public some don't so I will say one prize that actually reveals a process is JCB okay I have seen that they put up a very clear deadline right every prize does have a deadline they will invite publishers to submit their books to them this year 
30th April was their deadline. Okay. And publishers are supposed to send books to them. And this is what I had heard that, for example, international prizes like the Booker Prize, the publisher has to pay a hefty amount when they send a book. Now, I don't know that with, with Indian. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's the same scene with Indian prizes. But for example, it's not just enough sometimes to just nominate a book that you've published. You also have to pay an amount. Okay. Maybe, maybe it's because, you know, it's for the jury to read. After all, we know that reading is not that easy. People think, you know, it's, it's very easy to read and edit. It's not. Anyway, so yes, so there is a clear deadline. What publishers do is they, if they feel, if they decide that this book is probably worth winning a prize, they will then nominate it and they will submit it to them. Okay. Now the jury that, that is decided, it's very interesting. Okay. So for this year, it is actually the writers, Amitabha Bhakchi, uh, Janice Pariyat, you know, writers that we have read and admired and a couple more others and, and how they get selected. So what I can tell you, the very first panel Tara, the actually the founder had reached out directly. So Rana Dasgupta, who is the founder of JCB, he had reached out individually to these, uh, you know, to the jury members. Let's say, for example, Vivek Shanbagh was there in the very first panel. And, you know, he had convinced him to get on board. So I think what they do is also they see whether there is a right fit. This is what I read online. Meeta Kapoor, you know, from CIE, uh, she said that when they were trying to decide who the jury members should be this year, they were looking for a very diverse set of writers because according to them, that affects the selection as well, right? Because we all know, right? See, for example, what books I like will be very different from what you like. So I think they also like that uh, clash of opinions. They like that diversity so that, you know, even if they don't um, select another book, but another jury member, they would, they would make them think differently. They would say, hey, but you know, why don't you check this out so i think that's a, that's a very um uh, democratic view and and it gives it gives an opening for very different kinds of books yeah, yeah. it's sort of like this idea that you know best ideas win you know yes. despite your and that's what we also try to do in our workshops and retreats and things because we try and curate as diverse a writer circle as possible so that when writers are workshopping each other's work you know you get those different uh, opinions and then really because of those differing opinions it is sort of a best ideas win sort of situation versus you know if you have a room full of people who think exactly like you uh, you're not going to really push the envelope there and what I found interesting is that I think last year Amit Varma who is a podcaster uh, was also on the jury you know uh, I think even a, like a, an artist or a graphic novelist I think uh, have been on some of these juries so yes. I think that's moving in the right direction because you know stories are across format right now and it is really about that best idea win. so that's very interesting and and I'd like to add one more thing Dara the thing is you know sometimes uh, some of these awards they look at the bigger picture so what I really liked for example about Shakti Bhatt Prize was last year they did not award um, uh, the prize to any writer but they donated those funds for the COVID relief thing and I found that really really um, I would say very very interesting because you know sometimes what happens is you know you you need to look at what's happening around you right so that that shows you that prizes are not only I would say very um, just you know narrowly focused but they are also quite aware of what's happening around them. So, so that's a nice thing, you know, because we don't know how impactful and how much of a measure of success a prize actually is. But the way these prizes are run on the surface seems to be interesting. I, I think that, you know, like, so interestingly, uh, Michelle, you know, it brings me back to when I was working at Penguin. And I actually was the one who had to nominate these books for prizes. Oh, really? Wow. But okay. it was at a time when JCB didn't exist. Okay, so at that time, you know, it... it 
these prizes they were not the focus of the editorial team you know uh, it was not like sort of anyone was waiting on tenter hooks whether or not a book won a prize if a book right. wins it's great but i think jcb really changed the narrative where you know it brought these prizes along with itself into a mainstream into a much sort of bigger thing and i i guess social media and you know publicity and all of that really has helped and i think what's also changed the narrative is that you know we have people like avni doshi who is nominated for the booker recently we have gitanjali shri you know we have these authors making international headlines and winning these prizes so i think you know it's interesting that it's interesting how jcb sort of changed the narrative and has been putting more emphasis on prizes now again whether it's it's a marker of success whether it makes a difference whether we using you know it is a marker of success you win a prize it is as marker of success is it the only marker of success does it make a difference on say that's another question but i think that the prize landscape in itself has changed a lot from what i've seen in the last 10 to 15 years as well what do you think is the future oh that is interesting so yeah like like you know like you said that i think is jcb also like you know more recently the atagalata prize i think now there are a lot more prizes that are coming up basically lot more opportunities right so earlier when when it was it was more like it was just in the hands of one or two big players right now there are you know multiple ones so it's okay like for example even for a writer right so if they feel like okay maybe i didn't get nominated for one prize hey i still have a chance right there are others that are coming up so i think in the future there will be more and more of such things i i mean we know this right we we've, we've held short story contests and we get hundreds and hundreds of applications you know there is sort of because in a world where content is so much there is so much content already out there you know we ask this question all the time how do you differentiate how do you like how do you signal a prize is a signal right a, a blurb is a signal how do you signal to your listener or your reader that hey you know what out of everything else when you're in a bookstore pick up my book you know that is the fundamental sort of thing that every content creator is trying to do hey read my post hey like read my blog you know and that's the that's the sort of like if you create content you have to be aware of these things it's no longer that you know you can create and writers say this to us all the time it's no longer that you can just write a book and then uh, you know shut yourself up in your room and write the next one you have to go on literary panels you have to be talking to your readers you have to go on book clubs and that's the reality and i think that's i think that's a great thing i mean like there's nothing wrong with it you know yeah and and also tara you know like you mentioned uh, you know what brings brings that visibility so for example i like something that jcp does okay like even if if even if the book doesn't win the prize okay let's say it's on the shortlist or the long list they always release a, a sort of jury statement about the book have you noticed and and it and it brings out like the most interesting things of it so one thing i remember i think it was tanun solanki's book and and the jury had said for example the present tense was 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 um, written very well throughout the book so i mean even if it doesn't win the prize yes you know people notice it they know okay maybe these are the reasons that the jury picked it so i think even when we had come up with our winners for the contest we had also released a statement on social media saying why we really liked it so i think that also plays a very big role so michelle you know we spoken about discoverability sales all of those things i want to come to adaptations i know we spoken a lot about adaptations in the past right but we were talking about discoverability success um and sales here so 
you know is there a correlation between winning a prize and getting adapted have you seen that yeah that's a, that's a really good point that i yeah we actually had a whole episode on adaptations versus books right yeah but but i think this is something that i had recently done that so i was looking at books that i really like let's say for example two books come to mind okay um, never let me go by kazuo ishiguro and sense of an ending by julian barnes and you will be surprised to know tara they were nominated for a prize they were short so for example never let me go was shortlisted for the booker prize okay and sense of ending actually won the booker prize and then they were adapted later yeah and many and many books actually so for example the namesake it was shortlisted for the women's prize which is you know one of your favorites then it was adapted later then for example white tiger sacred games right so i'm mean, talking about more indian indian stuff so the sacred games and for example a suitable boy white tiger won the booker sacred games won an award called the vodafone crossfoot award and then there's a suitable boy which won like many right even the commonwealth prize so i think what happens is also tara people who want to adapt these books let's say let's say producers or directors i think they also keep an eye on these prizes so it's interesting because it goes beyond forms right it's not just it's not just sales but they also say hey maybe there's a chance of reaching a different audience i have a counter argument to that because on our other podcast the book people we interviewed siddharth jain who is india's number one book to screen agent um and he said that you know uh, the books that do well in publishing or are literary fiction do not necessarily translate well to the screen for example you know we're seeing on netflix there's a lot of crime uh, movies and series out there there's a lot of romance and as you said you know these uh, commercial fictions do not usually win prizes So I actually was I'm surprised to hear that uh you know you think the other way can we explore this a bit what other adaptations have you seen come out on these OTT platforms in India uh which are not which have won prizes or have not one which I can think of is Cobalt Blue yeah I was uh, yes I was going to mention that because that hasn't won an award that's but interesting it's very, but it's very literary Yeah it is it is exactly but but I have another opinion that other thing is see the one who wrote Cobalt Blue okay and the one who translated it both of them that is Sachin Kundalkar and Jerry Pinto they are highly established writers okay sorry not writers what i mean is sachin kundalkar is he has won multiple awards for his filmmaking okay and jerry pinto has won awards for his writing so it's also interesting to see okay will a debut writer probably make it right so it's very interesting when a debut writer gets their work adapted like i would i would really love to see that um i think there was one case uh, probably i think it was leela by prayag akbar um when his book had come out that was his debut but then again see we don't know right like so people i would say people with a good story definitely deserve an adaptation but there are lots of factors which surround it yeah and yeah. i and i want to add some more names to this mix so for example meghna pants uh, books you know though they may not win prizes they they're pretty she's a very well known author we've interviewed her as well uh on the book people and um you know very well established critically acclaimed books have been adapted then for example there is tanushree podar's book which is called the girls in green who we also interviewed uh and that's a commercial fiction about women in the army and that's going to come out uh on the screen so i think that maybe what we saw was the first crop of it and the first crop of it was these books that are so well ingrained into our indian psyche who who doesn't know suitable boy right who doesn't know sacred games 
these are these are theories but they're based on you know conversations that we've had with agents and writers and things like that uh maybe now you know the demand is so much that we're going to be seeing a lot more books and i i actually don't think it makes a hell of a difference if you win a prize or not because movie goers and tv goers they are concerned about different things you know uh and i'm i think that it's going to be a lot because i'm seeing a lot on social media from the writers we know as well a lot of them you know it's a pure play commercial fiction that has been getting picked up three idiots Shetan Bhagat, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, yes, uh, the good good masala always makes a good movie. Good masala. So I don't like it's it's an interesting it's an interesting question. Yeah, I don't yeah. know the answer. To so it. no, so okay, so Tara, after you know, because we have discussed so many different kinds of literary prizes, international, Indian, and also whether they actually translate to sales or visibility, I want to know now: Have you arrived at a definition of success, or what do you really think? Right? Is it important to win a prize to be successful, or what? success according to you wow i do not have the answer to this question this is something that all of humanity asks itself all writers and all editors probably ask themselves but do i think a prize is the only definition of success no uh, obviously you know not there's i mean sales is a definition of success if you don't have sales and you want a prize that can be a definition of success getting adapted is a definition of success So I would say no because you know there are different ve- versions of success. You can have sales and not win a prize. You can have a win a prize and not have sales. You can have your book adapted. You know that can be success for you. Success can be finishing a book. Success can be sort of um, you know reaching a reader you never thought you would before. It could be getting invited on a literary panel. So I don't have that answer. What is success? I think that. you know and i also want to think about you know if not the prize what you know because uh, what what would be the alternative to that and i think also you know bookstagram you know uh, being popular there i don't have an answer what 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 do you think Yeah wow okay that's i think your answer pretty much summed summed it all but i'd like to add also tara i've noticed you know the definition of success or the idea of success for any person right it's not it's not just a writer an entrepreneur or or a person who's just you know a sports person for example i think it's very very personal so it's something that that person considers success so i for example you know if if like let's say one of my sto- short stories published and if i just get like one comment on that story a comment like for example a reader has noticed something that i've done let's say with language oh my god my day is done okay so i'm probably thinking okay mishal is successful today so i think it's also a very very personal thing while of course we are discussing literary prizes and a lot of public um platforms you know so i i recently watched a movie tara i think it was adam sandler's movie called hustle i'm not sure if you have seen that so in that i film, wanted to watch that yeah you should you should so there is a line in that okay where he says you are against you and i love that why because we constantly compare ourselves i think with another person like for example let's say see prizes what do they do they pit one prize uh, writer against another right on the long list on the short list all of that but i think if you have your focus on just yourself and if you keep trying to evolve and get yourself better for me that is success wow i think i agree with you in principle but in practice it's so hard you know it especially is, like as is, an entrepreneur yes. you know on a day to day basis right you are seeing i mean and even as an aspiring writer or an aspiring creative of any sort you are seeing failure more than you are seeing success on a daily basis right your success yeah, yeah. may come once in a month exactly 
but your failures or oh, once in a year but your failure like you may not be able to write today you may have a writer's block today you you know you may have lost a client today you may have sort of you know uh fallen sick today i mean on a daily basis you are, your failures are more than your successes in terms of the how the world will perceive success you know yes yeah, but internally yeah. you know even if the world is not seeing your output yeah you know i got up i sort of like you know g- uh, created something new today and you know and maybe it'll launch in 6 months or 8 months or 10 months and that's when the world will see it but i think what you're saying is so true that to remind yourself of your internal and personal successes before even thinking about what it means to the world is so important because because for me i often feel that even when i get that success which is outwardly you know and i think maybe we can end on that note like i know we talk about prizes but it it is a larger question of what is it that we ascribe value to what is valuable yeah and i think it's a very positive uh, end so for all our writers and readers or anybody any creator who's listening out there i think it it also gives you uh, you know a, a different line of thought to say that yes you know winning a prize is great but that's not the only way right you can you can probably just write a line a day and celebrate that yeah absolutely so i can't believe it michelle we are wrapping up season 4 our longest season i'm very bittersweet today i would like to give a very big shout out to our loyal listeners because you know we have listeners who have been with us from the first season till today and it really you know it always brings tears to my eyes when they say please keep going tara and michelle we want to you know read more we want to hear more my gosh it's just it's wonderful so thank you so much and you know we will be back very soon with another season different people different guests and we just hope to you know i would say evolve with every season we come out we do and you know before that you know we will be back next season but we want to hear from you you know what should we do next season because next season is going to be very exciting we're going to be interviewing more amazing authors and we're also going to be experimenting a bit so you're going to get you know book recommendations laughter a lot of fun surprises but we want to hear from you who do you want us to talk to what do you want us to talk about uh we would love to hear from you and you can get in touch with us at bound india on all our social media platforms yes and if you also want to write to us about this episode and tell us what you think about success or what success means to you please do we would love to hear from you while you're waiting for season 5 we have um so many episodes on the last four seasons with india's best authors uh so i'm going to tell you four of my favorite episodes uh, all of them are so close to my heart but these four i think are diverse and you'll enjoy so number 1 shrayana bhattacharya uh, this was such a fantastic episode because she really went into how she did research for her book desperately seeking sharuk which talks about women's lives in india and bringing economics into the home uh, and you you know how much i love non fiction uh, this was the best book i've read in the last few years Then we have Tony Joseph. I was, I've been wanting to get him since season one, um, and he's written a book called Early Indians, and it's all about prehistoric India. Prehistory is totally my jam, uh, and if it's yours, please listen to this episode. It's 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 one of my all time favorites. You know, there's so much going on in rom com nowadays, and I think the queen of rom com is Anmol Malik. She speaks about uh, her books, and she's such a talented writer. 
आउट पोजिशन पर्सन रोड डेवल वेज प्राडा ऑफ इंडिया एंड देन डू चेक आउट Rajat Obhekar's episode from the first season of Books and Beyond because it is so unique. So Rajat has travelled all over India on trucks from Kashmir to Kanyakumari, and he's chronicled the lives of truck drivers in India. And he goes into their heads, into their psyches, into that journey. So travel along with him. So these are my four. Please go listen while you're waiting for season five. Yeah, I mean, and and you know the thing is because we have so many episodes, right? I think it's also confusing for people to pick. But I think let's say my top four are, um, I would say Anshul Malhotra definitely because you know reading her book on partition and talking to her about how she literally you know went and asked these people about their stories because we know how traumatic the whole period was. But she used a very interesting angle of you know these objects that people were able to take when they cross. the border and using that as a as an angle to then you know understand these people find out more about them and write about them is it was just amazing i think talking to her was one of the best experiences i've had on the podcast um another one i think it's chandrima das so since you know we spoke so much about commercial fiction tara um i'm a big fan of of let's say you know horror or speculative fiction and and chandrima wrote this book about stories that are set in you know in in college campuses right i mean that's really unique it's it's actually urban legend set on college campuses and trust me you'll get goosebumps like even when you listen to the podcast even when you read the book um another one i would say i think um is rohini rajkopal okay so she wrote this memoir about infertility and, and you know i think as a woman and as someone who's in her 30s this is something that's always been on my mind and i think the way she wrote about it so raw so interesting i think it's it's one of those you know very few debut me- memoirs that really stole the limelight um so that would be my third recommendation and the fourth one i think would be meera sethi so she is not only a talented actor but she is an amazing writer um you know so speaking to her i understood so much more about you know pakistani life about the way these stories really bring about a very different milieu right so it's about the urban millennials that we don't usually see in the media so yes i think these were my top 4 but it was very very difficult to come up with them Yeah, I mean, just just as we've been talking about this, I'm like, oh, but what about this episode? And what about this episode? <laughs> yeah, like, I want to talk about all the episodes. Exactly. I've loved all so much. Yeah. What amazing! I can't believe we get to do this. Um, and I'm so happy that we're going to come back for season five. So until then, everybody, please stay safe. Be happy. Uh, be well. Keep reading, and uh, we hope to hear from you as well. Yes, bye bye. Take care.